Day 38, April 14th. Betrayed, committed. Monday, Thursday. Thus with my lips have I denounced you, while my heart bleeding within me called you tender names, and my own love kneeling in silence prayed your forgiveness. Khalil Gibran. It wasn't just betrayal. It was planned betrayal. And that somehow makes it worse. It wasn't accidental and it wasn't by mistake. It was intentional and purposeful and premeditated and raw. And we know it too. We felt our backs stabbed by the daggers of those close to our sides. And while it's hard to forgive, it's harder to forget. It is unquestionably a tremendous weight to carry, all the baggage of our yesterdays. The hurts, the wounds, the betrayal. They conspire together as past poisons the present. Frustrated and exhausted, we plod from one day to the next with only our grudges and resentment to keep us company. But Jesus? Jesus somehow knew how to overcome. He somehow knew how to see it through, and he went about his charge. It was a borrowed room, and this one who had been born in a borrowed stable, who had ridden a borrowed donkey, and who would soon be buried in a borrowed tomb, stood they had eaten their meal, they had talked, they had laughed. His closest friends were there sharing food and sharing life. Even the one who would betray him was there. Judas, with silver hidden in his pocket, leaned in and dipped his bread in the borrowed bowl that Jesus also used. They were close. Side by side they sat. And I wonder if their hands ever touched. I wonder if, in the midst of that holy supper, the sinful hands of the betrayer ever brushed against those of the sacred, against those hands that would soon be pierced by nails. Jesus knew his plans. He knew his heart. But Jesus? Jesus stood. The selfless love of the Savior would soon be displayed for all the world to see. But there, in that borrowed space, on that borrowed time, he knelt and showed it only to them to those with whom he traveled and served and healed. He knew that they, like us, needed something, a memory, an experience, a touch. And taking off his robe, he tied a borrowed towel around him and gave them the only thing that was actually his to give. He gave them his heart. He gave them an example. He gave them the picture of what faith truly is stooping and loving and serving, washing their calloused feet, even those of Judas. But Jesus, Jesus wasn't done. As the betraying hour neared, as the lion prowled and growled and roared, Jesus committed himself once more. Stealing away to the gnarled trees of Gethsemane, there in the shadows of Jerusalem's craggy walls, our Lord would pray. In this singular moment, Christ is at his most human, and most divine, his most conflicted, and his most committed. His borrowed humanity, already wincing from the thoughts of what would come, cried out, God, I don't want to do this. But Jesus, Jesus' deity could not leave it there. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. With those words, love surrendered and mercy won kissed, arrested, and led away, our Lord displayed for us how to fight the prowler with selflessness, with faith, with surrender and self-sacrifice. He showed us 
It is in the committing our ways to God that we discover the commitment to find our ways through life.